You're listening to the American Girl Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Kristen. And I'm Sydney. And this is the American Girl Fan Club. So Sydney, what was your AG moment of the week? Mine's more of a memory that I've revisited this past week. So Kristen, do you remember the theater productions American Girl would have on in their stores like Circle of Friends and American Girl Review? Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I never got to see either in person, but I was so in love with Circle of Friends specifically because I listened to that CD on repeat that my best friend and I learned every single part of the show. We blocked it out to the best of our seven-year-old abilities. We made costumes, props. I even designed tickets in PowerPoint, and then we put it on in our basement three years in a row for my birthday. And my older brother provided sound effects and lighting and scene changes and, you know, all that stuff. And since my dad recorded every showing, I spent this last week watching those old home movies. And man, there's still some of the dearest, most vivid aging memories that I have. Oh, that is like literally the sweetest thing. I (laughs) wish I could have put on one of those shows. I never seen one either. Uh, (laughs) But I was always obsessed with uh, seeing and hearing all the stuff that people talk about that, but I've never gotten to see the actual show. I will believe me. If you saw our home movies, you would know you can put it on too. (laughs) Oh, I definitely want to see it. (laughs) So tell me all about your AG moment of the week. Well, a few years back, American Girl sold a backpack, lunchbox, and school supply set uh, through Toys R Us. And I was honestly super excited to get them, even though I was, I think, a sophomore in college. And uh, sure enough, I did that. And this past week, I kind of dug out my lunchbox because I started to take my lunch to work. And of course, I was proudly toting in my little (laughs) American Girl lunchbox. I put it in the staff fridge. I was so happy. I love bringing touches of American Girl with me in my daily Mm -hmm. life. And it doesn't even have to be a doll. Uh, Like even my makeup bag is the Stony Clover Lane collab. So I love that. I, I had no idea. I had no idea that they came out with like a lunchbox set. None. Like, I need this. That's so cool. It's so cute. And it's not like screaming American Girl. It has like stars on it. Mine's blue and purple. It's super cute. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Well, Kristen, today we get to talk about something incredibly special to both of us. American Girl stores. Now, this was the holy grail of destinations for me as a kid. I lived nowhere near a store when I first got into AG, but I would constantly refresh American Girl's website and look at the store events that I was missing out on, and I would just pine miserably. But when I was 13, they put a local store up near uh, Seattle, and oh my goodness, Kristen, the thrill of walking into like my AG store was like no other. And every January 1st, throughout all of my teens, my entire family would drive to the store and see the American Girl launch with me. The same. The Girl of Year launches are so much fun. I've been so mm-hmm. lucky to go to quite a few at a few different stores. Tell me about your first visit to an American Girl store, Sydney. The first time I ever visited a store, I was in LA and I was 10 years old and I dressed up in Kirsten's meat dress matching my doll. And I brought a literal little mason jar of money that I'd been saving for the entire year leading up to my trip. And everything about that experience was so magical. I recall shaking with with excitement as I walked into each historical character's little cove. And I specifically remember the employees working there being so nice, like... After entering the personal shopper's lounge, I told them that I had my jar of money and then I pulled it out and each of them like squealed in delight and then helped me count out all of my wadded up wrinkled bills and coins. I felt so special and the entire day will just be one of my favorite AG experiences. Absolutely. Their staff and uh, they're just incredible. The people who work there, they make every moment so magical. Absolutely. But you actually got to work at an AG store, right? Was it the one in LA? I did, but it wasn't the LA store. So, well, my first experience with the store was when I was very young and my mom took my sister and I to the original Chicago store. And wow, that store is massive. It's so beautiful. Um, But as a military brat, I got to move around quite a bit. And when my dad was stationed in Washington, D.C. area, I was around 16 years old. I had just gotten back from a trip from the New York American Girl place. And that's when I decided, I was like, you know what? When I turn 18, I'm going to work at the store that's closest to me, which was the Washington, D.C. store. And it was hands down the best job I ever had. I worked at the doll hair salon and there was uh, the launch of the Truly Me line, the return of my favorite character, Samantha, to the newly launched Be Forever line. Uh, That was in 2014. So that was a really good time. (laughs) 
I now know why all of your dolls have perfect hair. Like that, that <laughs> makes so much sense. I cannot do doll hair and yours always look amazing. I still have the little appointment cards. Uh, I loved seeing them. So I kept a few of them. And one of them was a, a girl named her doll Ladybug. And I just thought <laughs> it was so cute. So I just kept a few of them because they're just so sweet. <laughs> Did you ever do the thing where you got your portrait on the magazine cover? Like I, I always wanted to do that. But the one time I was at the AGLA place um, and they just didn't have it. The, the booth was I'm like shut down for that day. Uh, sadly, I didn't. <laughs> but I always wanted to do those too. I thought they were so cool. My American Girl dream was definitely fulfilled though by working there. Uh, and that was honestly one of the best choices of my life, working at the American Girl store. There's so many incredible people there that are at the heart of the stores and so many transformative experiences for AG fans of all ages. Oh, absolutely. And this makes me so happy for the conversations that we get to have today. So far in the show, we've talked a lot about online cultural movement that AG is having like all of the memes and the TikTok trends. But I want to talk about how AG is having a big moment offline at all of their brick and mortar locations. Yes, I'm so glad that after all these years, AG still has such a focus on retail. And there is no one better to walk us through what's happening than our two guests today. We are going to be joined by Harry Hill, social media personality, podcaster, and influencer based in New York City. And you might recognize him from the iconic time he dressed as Samantha for Halloween or from the AG memes and photos that he shared online. And he'll be giving us all the details behind his experience at the New York American Girl store that was actually profiled earlier this year by the New York Times. But first, we're going to see what actually goes on behind the scenes at your favorite American Girl stores with Danielle Rendini, head of retail for American Girl. She'll be sharing some unseen moments as well as an exclusive look at what's coming up next in the world of AG retail. I'm so excited. Hey, Danielle, thank you so much for being part of our show. Hi. Hi, Sydney. Hi, Kristen. It's great to see you guys. And thanks for having me. So, Danielle, can you share a bit about your experience with American Girl and how you got your start with the company? Sure. Well, I just realized before joining you that today is exactly two years ago that I joined um, initially as a consultant. So I was only supposed to be here for four months, but I fell in love with the brand and our team members and I ended up officially joining after a couple of months. So I'm relatively newer to the organization compared to some of your other guests, but I've spent my whole career working in retail for department stores, multi-brands, specialty retailers, even big box and grocery mm -hmm. retailers. I just love all things retail. Um, and as the head of retail, I'm the member of the senior management team that is responsible for the success of our retail business. So of course, success means all the ways we measure success with mm -hmm. our business metrics, but also it means that everyone that comes to our stores has an amazing best day ever experience. And all of our team members in our stores are enabled and empowered with the right tools and training and information to deliver that amazing experience to every single customer every single day. Yeah, I can definitely say as someone who went to my first AG store when I was 10, um, it was just the most magical day. And I really feel that that best day experience. So well that's done. What, that's what we <laughs> yeah. strive for. That is what we strive for. Yes. Uh, well, over the last couple of years since you've been working um, with AG, what is the evolution of the AG stores and your customers looked like to you? Yeah, I was so intrigued when AG first contacted me because not only is American Girl such an amazing, beloved brand, but mm -hmm. in the retail industry, American Girl is so well-known as a pioneer in experiential retail, meaning the store is just so much more than a store. All our stores have restaurants and parties and events mm -hmm. and the salons, and it's always been that fully immersive experience. But right now in our evolution, we're working to ensure that the experience is still relevant for today's customers, but while staying true to Pleasant's original vision and always using her original ideas and values as sort of guardrails to operate within. Um, and as far as the evolution of our customers, it's been so fun to see because now that the brand is 36 years old, mm -hmm. many um, of our moms, they first experienced American Girl as girls themselves. And they're so excited to introduce their daughters or we see, you know, grandmas. And so we just are seeing that 
multi-generational experience happening in the stores, which is really, really exciting. Um, and of course, we are also seeing tons of millennial and Gen Z fans sort of flocking to our stores mm -hmm. um, to dine in the cafe or just check out the store displays. And we love um, seeing with them and getting to hang out with them. Well, I actually used to work at the American Girl store uh, and, it, and I used to work at the hair salon and I absolutely loved it. That was hands down one of my favorite jobs. The experiences are completely there, both I think for, both for the employees and the people who come in to visit. I think everyone gets to have a magical experience being there. I loved engaging with the families and the kids and you can see the literal joy on their faces when they walk into that store. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I think it's the most fun place to work. It's definitely mm -hmm. the most fun place I've ever worked. I mean, if you're having a bad day, just go out on the sales floor because a five-year-old <laughs> will run up to you and be like, it's my birthday today. And you're like, great. Do you want a sticker? Let's do this. Like, It is just the most fun environment to work in every day. And I agree. The salon is really such a fun place to work within the store. Absolutely. As someone who is the head of the All of the American Girl store locations, can you give us an inside scoop of some of the most exciting store experiences from over the past few years that people may not know about? Sure. I mean, one of the things that we're really focused, have been really focused on is um, amping up our all our store displays and our merchandising. And I know a lot of the fans have been commenting on that. And we've actually started sharing them on our social channels as well and getting a lot of positive feedback. And we're really just trying to create these beautiful, magical worlds within the displays with additional propping and backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And we like to add a little touch of humor to the displays. And it's really fun to see our young fans and how much they loved the displays and all the little detail, but also um, adults as well, really appreciating that because it just brings the product to life in a way that you just can't get um, shopping in other ways. So we definitely are really excited about that. We also have some more immersive displays for some of our characters in some of our stores like Julie's World, where we have a life-size version of her bedroom with her dresser and her egg chair or in Courtney's world where we have actual Pac-Man machines and we sort of built a rotating closet to spin all of her fashions because she's just got so many fashions. Um, and we're just trying out new ways of, of merchandising. Like even we were talking about the photo behind me with Love Check Fancy, just really trying to create more of an immersive experience. Um, on the experience side, we are always trying new things in the restaurant and the salon. If you haven't dined with us recently, you really need to. Um, we've <laughs> revamped the menu. We've added a lot of new items, new drinks. Um, and I'm personally excited that tea is back and better than ever. So we're really leaning into that nostalgia. I mean, anyone that I meet that asks me where I work, they immediately just start gushing and talking about, of course, what characters and dolls they had, but also mm -hmm. when they went to the store and they had tea and what a special memorable experience that is. And so we're really trying to bring that that experience and that best day ever back. Is there a display that like in particular you really, really uh, loved? Like I know recently they shared about the um, pillow fight on the Instagram. And I thought that was the coolest thing one. ever. I have a good story <laughs> about that. One. It's again, I don't like to pick favorites because all the stores just do an amazing job and they are so creative and it's just a type of talent that I myself do not possess, but I do try to really push them and give them different ideas. Um, and I do try to fuel the friendly competition between the stores <laughs> as well when it comes to all of this. So the pillow fight, yes. Um, if you haven't seen it, definitely go check out the reel on American Girl Brand or on our Instagram. Um, so that actually came about, you know, earlier this year, we launched some new historical character pajamas and, um, I was in the New York store one day and I got a photo from Chicago and our visual manager in Chicago had built this beautiful headboard that looked like a real wooden headboard, but it was all foam core and had created this amazing display with all of the historical characters lounging around on pillows. And it was just beautiful. And I showed it to the visual manager in New York and he went, oh no, now what am I going to do? Now I'm <laughs> rethinking my plan. Now I need to do something even better. And I just looked at him and I said, you should do a pillow fight. I said, just go for it and do a pillow fight. And that was it. I didn't, I didn't have any other involvement. I cannot take any credit for this. Oh and if you haven't seen it in New York or you haven't watched the reel, you need to watch it. They just knocked it out of the park. It is an amazing, amazing display um, that everyone just has fallen in love with. 
how many people are making these scenes? Like, I, I just like it, it. They seem so detailed, and yeah. I, as I like, my mom and I work on a lot of my props and sets that I use for my photo shoots, and they just take up so much time. So, how many people are creating? They these take scenes up for you? so much time, and it yeah. is. It's probably very similar to what you do, Cindy. And it's not. It's not a ton of people. It's yeah. The larger the store, the more the people. And so our large stores like, um, you know, Chicago or New York, there is a visual manager and then they have a team of people with them. Okay. Um, but it's not a ton of people and they are just very, very talented. So it really, you know, we really attract people that they loved to make those types of things when they were younger, playing with mm-hmm. their dolls. We, we attract for those roles a lot of people that have an artistic background um, and they're just very creative not just in the artistic sense but they're also very creative in more a more scrappy sense of oh yeah. I could use this to make that and <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I, you know they come to me they're like I found this wrapping paper and I'm using it at this backdrop I'm like oh my gosh like they just <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they're they're so creative in a number of ways it's really really fun to see. Yeah, making anything out of anything is just such a fun skill and such a good eye to have. So that's that's so cool. Um, I love, again, you know, we're starting to do these partnerships, these collaborations. Mm-hmm. And so I love what we did for Love Shack Fancy and all the stores because we did we added, you know, flowers and um, some vases and photos and just other props that we typically normally wouldn't do. And so, of course, in a a larger store like New York and Chicago, it was a much bigger footprint, a more immersive experience with a photo op, et cetera. But even in a smaller footprint of a store, we were still able to bring that same look and feel. And so I'm really proud of that because it was a departure and just something different for us, but we felt Mm -hmm. like it really embodied the whole collaboration of the both of both of the brands. Um, I love, okay. So right now in New York, there just happens to be this Nenea display. If you go, um, where she's in, um, her newer swimsuit and her surfboard, Mm -hmm. and she's kind of walking against the wind and, it's just the styling of her hair and everything. Like you can feel the movement. You can feel the wind when you look at the display. It is so incredible. And her hair is blowing in the breeze and her money is blowing away. And she's kind of walking (laughs) into the water against the breeze. And it is so gorgeous. Uh, If you can get to New York, you have to check it out. Like that is the kind of magical thing that kids remember when going into that's a That's what store. they remember. And that's yes. what I remember too, but maybe Absolutely. I'm just a big kid. Um, but that's <laughs> what we, that's what we really strive for. Um, if someone sees something and uh, sees a display and wants to take a picture in front of it, then I feel like we've done our job. Oh yeah. Well, I'd love to dig a little bit deeper and ask you if you have any particular behind the scenes stories from your experience at Head of AG Retail, specifically about the doll hospital, which is such a genius concept. Yeah. Like in an an earlier episode, we had some really heartwarming stories from Holly Heenan, who's the head of customer service at AG and um, girls just sent in their dolls. And she just had so many amazing stories. And since then we've had a few specific questions from our listeners. So we'd love to hear some behind the scenes stuff, but also do you know that when dolls are submitted to the doll hospital, what is their most common ailment? (laughs) <laughs> what do you see well, the most? <laughs> yes. So what people might not know is that you can admit your doll to the hospital at any of our stores, mm-hmm. um, but most of the repairs don't happen at the store. If it's something simple, the store can usually help you. A lot of time we've got hair issues and that can be worked through at the salon, mm-hmm. um, but most of the repairs are done centrally at our doll hospital. Um, But we love when you admit it through the stores because the store team does a really great job of Mm -hmm. making it, again, that special, memorable moment, especially for our younger fans that might be very nervous that their doll is going to be okay. And we really make sure they know that their doll is going to be okay and well taken care of. Um, It's hard to say. A A lot of, I would say the most common ailment are probably loose limbs um, that need to be tightened up or uh, need to be reattached is probably the most common. And I hate to perpetuate the cliches, but most of the, most of what we see most of the injuries we see are inflicted by younger brothers and family dogs, uh, which I think Holly probably also told you, but we do, we do see that. I personally love when we 
receive the handwritten notes from our young fans letting us know about the doll and what the Mm -hmm. doll's name is and to make sure we take care of them. It just really shows you how important the doll is to that child. And we just make sure that we fix everything that needs to be fixed so that they can get their best friend back. Yeah. I was one of those kids that sent in a note and it was obvious that my Molly got very, very well taken care of. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Have, Have any of your stores gotten any particularly surprising repair requests? Well, I think right now what we're seeing a lot of, um, and it shouldn't be surprising, but we are seeing more than we expected. A lot of adults getting their dolls out of storage um, and passing them down to a child in their life. And so they're taking them, they're making us, they're making a stop at the doll hospital first to sort of get those limbs tightened, get them all cleaned up. And so what we are really enjoying is seeing all those different dolls that come Mm -hmm. through because obviously over the years, we've created so many different dolls and characters. We don't have all of those available for sale now. And many of our store teams have been with the company for a long time. So selfishly, we also love seeing seeing those dolls and reminiscing with the customer about, oh my gosh, yes, did you come to this event when we launched this? And, and just talking about the character and that character's story. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're really loving seeing. I know we always talk about the pesky little brothers and the family dogs, but we're also seeing um, these other dolls come through the hospital right now, which is really exciting. Uh, I would like to, of course, talk about my favorite experience at the store, which is the salon. Uh, (laughs) It's honestly such an iconic experience for girls and their dolls. And I would like to know, what are the most popular hairstyles people request for for their dolls? Like, is it the girls of the year styles, like redoing historical styles or something fun from the books? Yeah. Well, something newer that we've added is we now have a hairstyle of the month and we also have a birthday Mm. style. So those have been very popular. We've also created limited styles for different holidays or product launches. So for example, we have a Halloween style coming up that is so adorable. It looks like a spider. It's really, really cute. Um, But I would say from our current menu, the sweetheart braid is probably the most popular, which is the braid around the top that's in a heart shape. The unicorn pony is also really popular, which is a braid up top and then a ponytail and the waterfall braid, which is the braid Mm -hmm. to the side. Um, And right now, actually, the new salon accessory set comes with two pink ponytail extensions. So we're seeing a lot of people buy that in store and then Mm -hmm. open it. And the stylist is adding in the extensions, which is really fun. I'm super grateful, actually, that the sweetheart braid was not an option when I worked there because I don't. I still don't know how to do that. I was like, oh no, I want to learn. I will just say I could not work in the. I have not been trained yet in the in the doll salon, but I I do not think I would be successful there. I don't think the team would ever let me work in the salon. I just I don't. I don't have that type of talent. I really don't. It's and amazing they, yeah. what they're able to do. The hairstyles always really look cool. so perfect. Like I'm just blown away. I do my own doll's hair all the time. And it's like, this does not look nearly as good as it could possibly look. So like, perfect. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I can I can spray hair and brush it out and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. I also know that it was like, you also want to make sure that you're not there forever with the doll and you can find the, like, right. the little, oh no, there's a flyaway. I have to fix that or whatever. So you want it to be perfect, but you also can't have the doll all day yeah, <laughs> doing I its mean, hair. So it's people, really amazing. You know, so many people come through our stores and they make reservations for these services. So mm-hmm. you're trying to get it perfect, but you also have to complete it in the time that we allot for the different styles because you've got the next person waiting and you right. don't want to have people waiting past their reservation time. So you're always trying to find that balance. So it's really amazing how quickly the team members can do these styles also. Are there any surprising facts or stories about the salon that the listeners might not know? We do ear piercing in our stores. And a lot of people know about the doll ear piercing, but most Mm -hmm. people don't know that we also do ear piercing for girls. And we actually just rolled it out to more stores. Um, And that is such an amazing service because getting your ears pierced is such a quintessential rite of passage Mm -hmm. for a young girl. And we're just very honored to be part of that that memory. So um, I think that's something that's a sort of fun fact um, because we're finding that most people don't realize we offer it. And it's such a, the way that we do it in that AG way is so special. I didn't even know about that. So like, it's it's an amazing. Come get your ears pierced, Sydney. We're waiting for you. (laughs) Yeah, I still haven't. So maybe I will go to a store and have one matching my doll. Now I've convinced you to finally get your ears pierced because you could do it at American Girl. There you go. Exactly. (laughs) Well, finally, we must talk about 
the AG Cafe. So American Girls Cafe has been creating such a stir online with influencers and adults talking about the opportunity to go there for brunch and birthday parties. And of course, we saw the New York Times article, but there's also TikToks and Instagrams for older fans who are flocking to the AG Cafe. And so I'm really curious, have you seen an increase in reservations across your stores? Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. You use the right word, flocking. We cannot... (laughs) put reservations on sale fast enough. As soon as the date goes on sale, it gets booked because yes, we've seen an influx of adults. And then on the family side, families typically plan far in advance for Mm -hmm. their visit to American Girl because they're celebrating a birthday and usually parents kind of plan in advance for that. Or so many of our customers travel a really long distance to our stores. Mm -hmm. So Yes, we are totally seeing that increase in reservations. And it's really, really fun. It wasn't something that was initially what the restaurant was designed for, but every we love that so many different people are enjoying it. And we love seeing so many different types of fans. Wow. Why do you why do you think the cafe remain remains so iconic to adults particularly? Well, like I was saying, you know, dining in the cafe was originally designed to be this magical memory-making mm-hmm. moment for kids and their parents or their grandparents to celebrate a special time, a special day. But I think clearly it's because so many of our older fans are just coming back to relive that moment and reki- rekindle those those special memories. With, with everything going on in the world today, you know, people are really just look back on those times so fondly and I think they just want to want to recreate them. Yeah, I always wanted to have a birthday party at an American Girl place, and I never got the chance, but I still kind of have that that dream in my head. Someday, I will have a birthday party there, and I'll bring all my dolls. Not all Okay, so I'll bring our, a couple. our follow-ups from today are you're going to come, we're going to plan your party. Yeah, right. Here's Sydney. We're going to do it all. Love it. Well, are there any particular heartwarming or touching stories about the cafe um, that come to mind or anything even funny? Yeah. I, well, there's funny stories about the cafe probably yeah. every day. I mean, Kristen, I don't know what it was like when you worked at American Girl, but I think every Monday when I meet with our retail leadership team, there's always some silly story from the weekend. Um, I would say uh, what I love so much is now seeing the mix of customers in the cafe. And it's just this really wonderful communal experience mm-hmm. that happens because Again, when American Girl is so joyful, so when you come into our stores, it's so joyful. And when you're dining in the cafe, you know, probably more than half of the dining room is celebrating a birthday or, mm-hmm. or something special. And now you have all of these adults coming in that I think some of the team members honestly were a little nervous at first. Like, how is this going to work? Is it going to be weird that there's a group of adults and they're drinking and they're sitting next to a family? And it hasn't been at all. It's It's been wonderful. I think mothers see that and they go, wow, like these girls still love this brand. This is something really special. And, yeah. and it makes me feel better about bringing my daughter here. And it just becomes this great communal experience and tables talking to each other, especially when you're singing happy birthday over and over and over again. <laughs> and the whole dining room just joins in. It's It's Aww. really just so fun to see. Yeah, I've had a dad mention to me, well, I guess I'm locked in for life then. I'm like, yep, yes, you are. (laughs) You are. You totally are. And I always get excited when we kind of win over those dads. We make sure in the Mm -hmm. restaurant that we've got We've got great beer. We've got great burgers. Again, I don't, I don't want to like perpetuate stereotypes, but they, I love when they see how much fun their kids are having. And then they also enjoy their meal because they're not really expecting that they're going to enjoy it personally. Mm -hmm. Um, And they kind of leave going, wow, like that was a long day, but it was really worth it. And we all had fun. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I like the first time I went to AG place, it was at the Grove in LA, like 15 years ago. And I remember that meal so well. It was one of the best, one of the best pasta dishes I'd ever had at that point. And I was just <laughs> so happy. Um, like, I'm wondering now, like what's the most popular item on the menu? Oh my goodness. It's really funny because the menu has been through such an evolution. And when yeah. I first joined, the menu was so large. And I said to the team, like, what is going on with this menu? What is happening? <laughs> but honestly, the most popular chicken fingers and mac yeah. and cheese. Yeah. We have some other really great things that I think adults gravitate more towards, but those are always the most popular items. What's your favorite? 
Well, I don't mind a chicken finger or, or <laughs> mac and cheese either. Um, I love, we have a really great Cobb salad now, which mm-hmm. I liked. I really enjoy. We have a really great turkey club and we have this awesome new um, shrimp dish that's amazing that I think people oh, wouldn't no, really expect. And it's, Kristen, come on. You got to come. <laughs> well, we're, you're going to come for Sydney's birthday yeah, party. Absolutely. That's right. You're invited. Yeah. You're both well, invited. Well, now I know. Now I know what to <laughs> so now get. you know. Yep. <laughs> well, I would like to know, and actually... We all know as of now that there's a new store coming to yes. Los Angeles. Uh, and so excited. I got to visit the pop-up store already, but I'm really so excited for the uh, for the grand opening of the new store. What can you share with us about that? Yes, we are so excited for our new store in Century City. Westfield Century City is one of the premier shopping destinations in the country. It's really best of the best when it comes to shopping and dining and entertainment. What I can tell you is that this new store and cafe will have its own unique decor that I promise fans are just going to go bananas for. Um, The new store will have all of our products, dining, Mm -hmm. private rooms for parties, personal shopping, um, and of course, our salon. And we'll be adding girl services to the salon. So similar to what Mm -hmm. we have in New York and Chicago. So you heard it here first that we'll also be adding that. So you can get matching services with your doll, which we love in the other stores where we have that. And I'm dying to share more, but I can't really. (laughs) So please stay tuned um, for more details. And in the meantime, as Kristen mentioned, we have a pop-up shop right now in Century City. So please visit Mm -hmm. us if you're in the LA area there and meet the team there and we're just so excited oh my gosh I'm so excited and when I went to go visit the pop-up store they're like oh you're here you've been and they're so personal they recognize me because I'm coming too often (laughs) but it's so much fun and they're like oh my gosh hi and they're so welcoming in that and even if it's small right now it's Mm -hmm. like I said before in a previous episode I could have spent all day there it was perfect (laughs) yeah it is it is small compared to what you're typically used to but we're just so happy to have a temporary home while we wait for our new beautiful home to be built. Right. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank it was wonderful you meeting you. It was so great to meet you. Thank you so much. That was so wonderful talking to Danielle. Hearing her stories made my younger American Girl store employee self so happy. <laughs> I know, I completely agree. But before we debrief too much, because I know I could go on for ages about this, we have our second guest waiting to join us, Harry Hill. Harry, welcome to the show. So we're, we're so excited that you're here with us today. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I am so excited to be here with you guys. I even have Samantha here. She's wearing a little cheerleading outfit. Oh she actually gosh, has a hospital band on because I sent her in the hospital to get her limbs adjusted and they adjusted them. I don't know if you solid? guys have ever adjusted your limbs at the hospital, but they tighten them up. Um, anyway, hello. I'm so excited to be <laughs> here. Well, you and I have been Insta friends for a little bit now, and you're very well aware that I adore all of your American Girl t- content. Like anytime a doll or an AG reference pops up in your account, I am filled with utter joy, but we have no idea how you got into these dolls. So Harry, please tell us where did your love for AG start? Well, thank you so much for saying that. Um, I love making American Girl content. But before content was ever a thing, I was just a little kid. And I was drawn to American Girl because my best friend, my best childhood friend, Ruthie, had an American Girl. And I was taken with it. And I was like, oh my gosh, who is this? Who is she? And this was probably in like kindergarten, like very early, like five years old or something. And I think ever since then, I've been a really huge fan. They they gave everything they needed to give. Um, and of course, they came with their stories and their yeah. clothes and their accessories. And I think for me, just a kid who loved the details and everything, like I love the details in Legos and Hot Wheels. Like I, you know, was very open opportunity with my toys. I loved them all, but the details really got me. And American Girl... Did the details. They did the details the most. Their hair. I don't know if that's going to sound weird, but they're like just brushing their hair, styling their hair. So yeah, that was kindergarten. And then I probably played with them. 
until I was like 11 or 12. Yeah. I have no idea my doll timeline. And then <laughs> it kind of went from playing to just being like a very excited observer and onlooker. Um, I kept getting the catalogs. I think I still get the catalogs. So yeah, I'm a very big fan. Did you have a favorite character or like books that you really liked reading? So my first one was actually a bitty baby. So oh. I started small and then I got <laughs> Kit Kitridge. And I think it's funny because I Kit was my first doll. I never had Samantha as a kid. Really? But grow- yeah, really. <laughs> but growing up and in retrospect, Samantha kind of became my favorite just because of like Grand Mary and like how <laughs> chic she was and like all the fur collars. And, oh, yeah. Um, just the Victorian mansion of it all. Like, I really love her story. And um, I just think she's, you know, such a such a chic girl. Yeah. But I really, all of their stories really got me. Um, I'm not going to say that American Girls alone got me into loving history, but I mm-hmm. really do think that it really did make me interested in, like, the world around me and, like, where we came from and um, just history. Absolutely. Well, Harry, as a millennial, why do you think the American Girl community continues to resonate with people of all ages and not just younger kids? Well, I think the stories really do grab everybody. I think mm-hmm. they're great for kids as a learning tool and to, you know, take you to a different place. But I also just think as an adult, the attention to detail that I was talking about, like that is so visible and you can see it in all of the products and all of their lines, like they have their book and then they have all of the toys and accessories that you can get with the book. I think that's really cool. All the details that go into making these dolls, I think really capture children, but also make it so that adults can, you know, grasp onto them too. Also passing them down. I don't have any children right now. Um, I don't know if I will, but the idea that you can show American girls to like the next generation Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, see kids today light up over them, I think is really cool and special. Yeah. A lot of my friends who are into American Girls growing up, they're very excited to pass on their dolls down to their kids. And I love that that's an aspect of it. I know I'm excited for whenever that happens. I get to share this this love with my my future children. But I know like a big part of the American Girl community and connection that we're talking about is the American Girl store experience. And Kristen and I were just talking about our memories there growing up. And we would love to know about your first time at an American Girl store. The first time I went to the American Girl place, Chicago, I vividly, you know, those times when you're a kid that you vividly remember, there's like, oh, there's yeah. a couple of just... them for me, but I visit, I, I can remember standing in the kitchen and my mom comes up and she goes, guess where you're going today? And I was like, um, the aquarium. And she's like, no. And I was like, uh, the zoo. She's like, no. She finally tells me you're going to the American Girl place. And I remember that vividly. And I went with my best friend, another childhood best friend. (laughs) I have so many childhood best friends, but uh, it was Utopia, obviously. I'm pretty sure we, I'm not sure if we carried our our dolls with us, but... I remember being in the store and I remember going up to an employee and I was like, do you guys have American boy dolls? And she was like, no, we don't. And I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe one day. Mm-hmm. So, manifested it, Harry. Yes, so, yeah. I, I, so I don't, I don't know if somebody heard me that day in like <laughs> 2002, but you know, they might've, I remember that all of the historical dolls were more classic, traditional part of the store. And then you mm-hmm. got to the American Girls of Today part. Yep. And in Chicago, in that location, it was it was this big, like high ceilinged black room with all of the dolls, like all their colorful outfits like placed around the room on different levels. That was my favorite room. Like <laughs> that I Again, I'll never forget it. It was I'm I can remember it. Did you did you go to the cafe that day? I I don't know if I went to the cafe the first time I went yeah. to the American Girl place, but my <laughs> godmother lives in New York, and so I would visit her with my mom, and yeah. she took me to the American Girl place. She spoiled me. She got me an American Girl of Today doll. She took me to the show. She took me to the cafe. Oh so I remember gosh. going to the cafe and doing the whole thing. 
Yeah. So much fun. She gave me the doll at the cafe. Like, I don't know how she oh. surprised me with it, but she did. And then um, I went a couple more times, like throughout my childhood, but also I remember once we were at a restaurant after the American Girl place. Mm-hmm. And the server took my catalog that I had brought from the store and I was like reading it at the table because I, you know, was still on a high. <laughs> and the server took the catalog. He pointed to the cover of it and he said, oh, she just came in here and ate here the other day. I was no. like, oh, the girl on the cover of the American Girl catalog <laughs> is sitting where I'm sitting right now. It was it was beautiful. Oh, it's magical. Well, I used to work at the American Girl store, actually. And I've experienced firsthand how the stores are such a strong connection point for American Girl fans of all ages. And every day I got to see the incredible memories being created. And I was just curious, what did going to the American Girl store as an adult bring up for you in terms of yourself now or memories from your younger self? I think it kind of just transports you to that playful time in your life where you're discovering things and you're so enchanted. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm 6'3". I'm very tall. Um, so I'm not as short as I was when I was a little kid, you know, looking up at everything. Now I'm kind of like peeking down. down at things. <laughs> yeah. um, but the displays, the the way that they keep changing the store and they keep adapting to the, you know, to the technology that we have like all of the interactive pieces like the last time I went Courtney the girl from the 80s mm-hmm. her whole setup came with like pinball machines and like the Pac-Man game and it was it's they make it just as exciting I think for adults absolutely well you know we of course know that you were interviewed uh, by the New York Times, um, namely in their article, Dolls and Drinks for Likes and Clicks. And that was all about going to the AG Cafe at the New York store. It was so good. And we'd love to know about how that experience was and what it was like talking about your love for AG to the New York Times. <laughs> that was a full circle moment. I went with my friend Serena mm-hmm. and we got the star experience. It was a <laughs> rainy day in February. And it came together kind of quickly. And it was, first, I was just interviewed for the New York Times, not just interviewed, but I was, you know, there wasn't a photo component yet. Right. And I told the interviewer, I said, look, me and Serena are down to go to the American Girl Cafe. You're down. Like, we would love to chat with you there. And he was like, okay, for sure. Let's get it on the calendar. And I was like, oh, okay. So we showed up. It's a rainy morning. And me and Serena both carried dolls in our bags like Mm -hmm. I had a coach bag Serena had a Victoria's (laughs) Secret bag we were just like toting our dolls through the rain and we sat down and there were lights and there was the photographer and the other people in the cafe it was early like 11 a.m so it wasn't it was like people were kind of trickling in Mm -hmm. I mean which says a lot about American Girl it's a rainy Monday in New York City like (laughs) people are still out at the American Girl place we're sitting there and um you know, I just felt like, I felt like a doll celebrity. Like I'm (laughs) sitting with my Felicity doll that I got from the Stony Clover Lane uh, collaboration launch party. I never had Felicity as a kid. So I'm just like with Felicity, the lights are flashing and Shane, the person who interviewed us Mm -hmm. was, you know, asking us questions all about American Girl. And I ordered the buttered noodles because I'm a picky eater. I don't think I ate that much of them, honestly, because like I wasn't like I was too excited to be hungry. Oh, yeah, but they make a the... mean buttered noodle. I will Do tell they? you that. Yeah, they're they're little bow ties, and they give you some Parmesan <laughs> cheese. Like it's oh, yeah. it's it's very choice. Well, how did you feel when the article came out? Oh my gosh! If we're talking like top three highlights of the year, like it's definitely in the top three. Um, there was a moment where we didn't know if it was going to be in print or just online. Right. So it came out online and I was like, Oh my God, over the moon. This is so cool. I posted it on Instagram. Amazing. But then we got confirmation that it was going to be in print. And that was really exciting to just walk to the store. And I remember that day because, um, it was like a celebratory day and I was just Mm -hmm. like, I went to the park with my friend Kat and then I went to dinner with my other friends and all day I was just popping into stores and buying copies of New York (laughs) Times because I was in it. 
And uh, it was it was really exciting. Um, again, full circle moment. Like, if I could go back and tell myself as a little kid that I was not going to be, you know, as a, as a boy um, playing with dolls, it can be easy to, you know, feel like, oh my God, this is wrong. I'm going to yeah. get bullied for this. Like, so and so forth. But to be, you know... Um, to be grown up and living in New York City and be not only like recognized, but kind of like encouraged and embraced for mm-hmm. my um, enthusiasm about American Girl was very exciting and very cool. I think you actually got a Kit Kittredge moment there being in print with your American Girl. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was I was like, hey, baby, I'm in the paper. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you have any plans to go back to the American Girl Cafe? Right now, I don't think I have any plans on the books, but I want to say like maybe maybe sometime in the fall, I kind of want to check out the Molly. It's not the Forever Collection. It's like they brought back her. They brought her back. Yeah, mm-hmm. with they like brought a her back. Stuff. So I kind of want to go maybe like pick up her school outfit oh, potentially. Sure? And if I do that, then I'll obviously have to stop for a pink cosmopolitan at the cafe. So I'll, I'll, I'll definitely like send them a heads up and say, I'm coming in. They'll be like, okay, cool. <laughs> Good line. Would you consider yourself an AG collector? I haven't really started being a collector just because I pretty much move apartments like every year. So once I have a real place to live and I settle down a little bit, maybe I will be more of a collector, but it's fun to troll eBay and look for those. Oh, like. Yeah. Like I was looking for the Samantha lawn party outfit. It's kind of it's kind of a rare one, but it's It's such a cute outfit. Mm -hmm. And it's even more rare when you want like the complete thing because you'll find a listing that's like, okay, we've got the dress, we've got the stockings, we've got one shoe. (laughs) What do you want? Like, what do you want me to do with the other foot? Stick it in the grass? And it's a few hundred dollars too. Right. Exactly. It's literally three hundred dollars. Yeah. So um, so I haven't I haven't leaned into a collector area yet. But yeah, I think American Girl is right on time with the times. And it's I, yeah. I definitely like the historical characters. Um just for that history aspect, that story aspect. Um the girls of today are always fun, but the historical girls, you can't beat them. Agreed. Well, it kind of ties into our last question here. This is uh kind of referring to something you and I chatted about a little while ago. So Harry. If you had to show up on a red carpet dressed as an American Girl character, which doll and what outfit would you choose? I'm going to go with Kit Kit Ridge and I'm going to yeah. go with her meet Kit Kit Ridge outfit. And we might not have to wait too long for that moment because I'm going to be her for Halloween. Are you actually? I'm <laughs> going to be Kit Kit Ridge for Halloween. I'm telling you guys right now, I'm going to do it. I'm literally going to work with a wig person to make oh me a Kit Kit Ridge wig. I'm going to try to figure out how to make the pattern for her skirt. I'm like, I am going, like, I want it to look like if I walked up to, you know, the movie set for the Kit yeah. Kit Ridge movie, they'd be like, oh, okay, like you're, you're, you're we're in. starting your shoot now. Like, <laughs> like I want to be like dead ringer. So oh, I am um, so excited. So stay tuned for that. And uh, maybe I'll find a, uh, an orange carpet to walk for Halloween. Um, but I'm I'm very excited. So I would love to do maybe Kirsten and maybe like, I don't know, like her outfits are so much more on the prairie. And I would love to make one of them more of a red carpet moment. So maybe like her birthday dress, but like in silk floor length. Just just all of it. And then also have some sort of homage to like her flower crown. I think that would be really fun. I mean, you're such a good Kirsten. Like all oh, whenever I see you, you on Instagram as Kirsten, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, you could you could walk onto the Kirsten movie set and just be her. <laughs> Harry, thank you so much. What about you, Kristen? <laughs> I'm hyped for the glitz and glam of Claudia right now. So yes! So her Harlem fashion row out there. Oh, that's just red carpet oh my ready. Gosh, like so you can just go. It literally yeah, is red carpet ready. Yeah, she's literally like ready for the carpet. So. Yeah, definitely, Claudia. I know it's easy, but oh, she's no, so beautiful. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much, Harry, for joining us. This was utterly fabulous. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you guys for having this podcast. It's so much fun to be able to listen to, you know, the American Girl fans. Um talk about American Girl. Like I said, I could Mm -hmm. sit here for a couple more hours, but um, (laughs) thank you guys so much for having me. 
Well, that was just so much fun talking to Danielle and Harry today. They both kind of reminded me, even when I went from when I was a child to working there when I was 18 and mm-hmm. to even going to the store now, so much of what the American Girl brand is, is so consistent. But it still is important that we keep continuing and making things modern and uh, relevant to kids today. I love about how Danielle was discussing about the hair salon and the ear piercing. Yes. I told you before, I have so many ear piercing memories. And it was just so much fun talking to her about that. I know. I completely agree. Something that stood out to me with both Danielle and Harry's interviews was just how magical the experiences for both a kid and an adult. And they try so hard to make it this immersive, wondrous experience for everybody. Um, Hearing about Harry's first time going to an American Girl store just felt like mine. Like when you walk in and everything is so big and so immersive and beautiful and exciting. And hearing Danielle talk about the displays and like how much work goes into each little scene. And like specifically Nenea's where the wind is supposedly blowing her hair and her money away. I just know that as a kid, seeing that, it's it's the most inspiring, just beautiful, exciting thing. And I love that they're still doing that and they're still pushing themselves to create newer, bigger, better scenes. It's wonderful. I also love that how Harry described walking into the girl of today area. <laughs> yes. And like the way he described it. I, even if I hadn't, I don't think I've ever seen that particular display. I don't remember uh-huh. what exactly I went the first time, what it was called at the time. I think it was mm-hmm. uh, My American Girl at the time. Mm-hmm. But it just the way he described it, you can tell how special it was to him. And then I therefore know. you can see it yourself. And I'm like, this is this is wonderful. They do such yeah. a great job. Yeah, it was the same for me walking into the historical display at the L.A. store, just seeing everything around me. It's like, <laughs> oh, I am I am at home. This is where I should be. <laughs> Well, we also received the perfect voicemail for this episode about one of our listeners' first experience with American Girl and the moment she visited the American Girl store for the first time. Let's take a listen. At the tone, please record your message. Hi, I just want to say I'm really excited for your guys' podcast, and it's pretty cool being an adult doll collector that we get to hear messages from people of all ages, but I just wanted to share my AG story. I actually got into AG dolls when I was 12, visiting uh, the American Girl store in Atlanta. It was during a really rough time when uh, my uncle was actually being diagnosed with cancer, and it was pretty rough, and I had never heard of American Girls um, up till then. I'd seen some books, and I read some, Elizabeth uh, being my first book that I read, and I didn't even know anything about the dolls or the stories until my aunt told me they had a store near her house. And we went there, and I totally fell in love, and my parents decided to surprise me, and they said I could pick out any doll, and I picked out Julie because she looked just like my mom. And ever since then, I've always been really attached to American Girls. They're a place of comfort and love anytime I'm going through something rough. And I've always loved American Girl. They got me super into history. I became a history buff, and that became my minor. And, yeah, my story of American Girl, I still collect them to this day. And I just turned 24, and I don't see myself ever stopping. I love to create dollhouses, and they create a lot of creativity for me. All right, this has been a long message. Thank you guys so much, and looking forward to your show. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to American Girl Fan Club. And don't forget to write a review wherever you get podcasts. It really helps us out. If you're 18 and older, you can also give us a call at 206-395-6096 to share your favorite American Girl stories on our voicemail. And we might share them on the show. While you're at it, check out my Instagram at five hens and a cockatiel. And my Instagram at ag underscore for all ages. And don't be afraid to DM us. You can follow American Girl on Instagram at American Girl Brand for more updates on your favorite dolls, books, and of course, the shows on the American Girl Podcast Network. <laughs>